Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. Our topics always seem to stem from like a conversation we had or something we read or something we saw and this week is no different. This week, we're talking about thinking outside the box, and it comes off the heels of a conversation that Amy and I had with somebody last weekend who was so generous to give us his time. He gave us an hour on Saturday, and it's somebody that my husband went to law school with who has his own law firm, but has branched out into doing so many different things. And he, has, he co-hosts a very well-known show. And he's just out there doing it and like always seems to be ahead of the curve. So after this conversation we had with him, Amy and I both got on Zoom this morning and literally said, (laughs) had the same idea for our topic today. But before we get started, I want Amy to show everybody a quote that her mom wrote for her. When was this? When you were in law school? When I was in law school. Yeah. It was just like like a very prophetic quote that now I was like, oh my God, Laura, I think I have this still in my desk. And I scrambled for it. And sure enough, I still have it. And I think it's the perfect starting point for this episode. So go ahead. Okay. So the topic today that we want to talk about, like Laura set up was thinking outside the box. And when we were talking about this and preparing for notes for today's uh, topic, I said to Laura, I was like, my mom told me the best quote. And this is what it is. And I still have the piece of paper with my mom's adorable handwriting on it. I love that you still have that. I still have this. And this is what, like 10 years later now at this point. So it says, if I always do what I've always done, I'll always be where I've always been. And for some people, it's like, great. I hear that. And it's like, okay, if I keep doing it, I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to be where I am. And if that means I'm being successful or I'm like doing great things, then, you know, that's great. That could be a positive quote. But for me, as I read this, it's like, no, if you are always doing what you've always done, you're always going to be there. And that to me triggers something inside that says like growth only comes from change and from changing where you have always been and adapting along the way so that you can break out of those stagnant parts of your life or your business, whatever it is, and find what else you're capable of. And I want to preface this by saying, you don't have to love change to grow, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't like change. Amy knows this about me. Like I like my routine. I don't like things to change. And before I went out on my own, I came from a background of being in like your traditional law firm for 18 years. 
And so I started my career at, in a big firm. I was, you know, there like all kinds of hours, billing, doing what I was supposed to be doing, very by the book, but in your traditional, you know, brick and mortar law firm setup. And after that, I went to smaller firms, but it was the same, same concept. Like we were in a traditional firm doing the traditional things, the traditional way, the way we had always done them. Mm-hmm. And for Amy, I mean, you started with us when you were in college. You were in college. when you, So you too had the same trajectory. Like we were doing the standard thing, the typical law firm, whatever. And so to change and pivot the way we have was a tremendous effort for us, right? Yeah. It was a tremendous effort. I'm like Laura too. And my husband laughs at me all the time. I hate change. I I'm like good in my routine and I, I like to have a plan and I like things to go according to that plan. And when things disrupt those plans, it's like, OMG. And it's really hard for me to pivot. But the past year and a half has kind of propelled me to be more comfortable with it. Like I'm not 100% comfortable with it because those habits in my brain or those grooves are still pretty deep <laughs> that I like things to go according to plan but I've become more accepting of the fact that the only constant in my life is going to be that it's always going to change and that your qualities and characteristics and your perseverance really is born out of the ability to pivot and the ability to accept the fact that things are going to change and that change can actually be a really great, like beautiful thing to happen to you. And I actually posted about this on my Instagram page this week because it's so funny that we're talking about this today. I didn't put the two and two together, but I did a post on Tuesday on my Insta- my personal Instagram page about how COVID has completely changed the way you and I do business. Completely. It's been, like you said, it's been a major disruptor in the law and business in general. And so I ended that post by saying you can either stay stuck or move forward and, you know, pivot and roll with it. And in that post, I was talking about the aspect of our jobs where we used to be in court in person all the time. And that I know I've said it here before, that was my very favorite thing to do. That was my favorite thing about my job for 19 years was being in the courtroom, being around other attorneys, talking to judges, arguing things like I just loved it. And I have not been in person in a courtroom in two years or since March, 2020. And that was a really difficult pivot for me to make. So now we're on teams and we're doing everything virtually. And that was a really hard pivot for me to make, but I could either stay stuck wishing that it could be the way it was. And quite frankly, I don't think it's ever going to be the way it was. I don't think I will see myself anytime soon sitting in the, central compliance part in Brooklyn with thousands of attorneys running around yelling out case names. It's like a zoo. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're ever going to be back to that. And so it, to me, it's like, it's really sad because I just loved it so much, but I've had to accept that we have to, like, we are in a more virtual world now, not just in terms of court appearances, but our business in general, because that's how we're running it now. So that's what I was talking about on Tuesday about how you, you can either adapt to it or stay stuck. Right. And when we had this conversation with this colleague over the weekend, last weekend, the biggest thing that he said was, you know, we were talking to him about our business model and Laura, he's the same age as you and Mike, right? 
So for him, he was like, yeah, I love it, guys. You're doing great. And it's funny because Laura and I have gotten a bit of like backlash or like a little pushback of like other attorneys that we are, know or we've litigated against and we explain to them how our business has changed. And they're like, huh? How do you do that? What? I can't do that. I can't like How do you run a business that way? Or I can't meet clients remotely on Zoom. Like I need them across the table in a conference room for me. And that's fine. People can do it that way. And I'm sure that plenty of businesses are still thriving in the way things are. But because of where Laura and I see the vision of our firm, our personal and professional goals too, somebody like the colleague that we spoke to over the weekend, his way of doing business is super attractive to Laura and I. Like that is the way that we want to continue to build our business. And so when he tells us like, you're on the right track, there is definitely going to be a lot of noise and a lot of people telling you like, what are you doing? Just stay on that track because you're following a trend of evolution and growth in your profession. And it's going to only change more and more as newer, younger generations start to get folded into the mix and bring with them the ideas of, well, we've grown up in this remote world. Why aren't we doing it this remote way? And even too, I think we talked about this on the last podcast about, you know, colleague of mine talking about mentorship in this virtual world and how we can make that happen. Like the amount of articles and, and task force and committees that are being formed to try and meet the needs of the professionals in our business, at least, or in our law practice, at least, is astounding. And it also signals that there is real change coming. There's real opportunity for growth. And as Laura started this whole thing, if you're reluctant to make those changes, then you're going to stay stuck where you are. You either have to accept that that's going to be the business model that you're at, or you can accept that maybe change is a good thing and you can see what else you're capable of. And it was so great to hear somebody um, say to us, no, you're, I, I love your plan. It's not the traditional law firm model and you're ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you want to stay that way. And to hear that, knowing that people look at us like we're crazy because we don't have, I've had so many people say to me, wait, so you're not in an office all day? And I'm like, no, we have an office and we meet clients there and I do closings there and people know they can find us there. The guy who runs the building is amazing. Like he gets our mail and he always helps me (laughs) when I'm there and it's a great setup, but we don't need to be there all the time. And this guy that we spoke with over the weekend, like he's never in his office. He's in an RV driving around the country right now. (laughs) But he still he has set up his business in a way that it runs, even if he is not in an office. So that is how Amy and I are pivoting. But it was helpful to hear from somebody who is of a like mindset who wasn't looking at us like we were completely insane. Yeah, and it it also sparked for me, which is a theme that Laura and I talk about a lot. We did a whole podcast episode about this. Was the scarcity versus abundance mindset. Like 
Laura and I are firm believers of the abundance mindset that we will find the clients that are meant to be our clients. We will find the employees that are meant to be our employees and the attorneys that are meant to be practicing law with us. We know that like for a fact, there is no question about it. They're out there and there's enough of them to go around and for him to help reaffirm that for us. I mean, look at what just happened yesterday. Laura and I had a great conversation about this and we were on the same page immediately when we had a client that was referred to the firm and we both like assessed the situation and we were like, nope, (laughs) no, thank you. And for a host of different reasons and without skipping a beat, we both said that. And it's because we do, we've worked so hard on this mindset that we have to have that like there is abundance out there. There is change. Good change can be a very good thing. Change is also um, inherent in growth. And so for us, we really are trying to focus on how we can make constant change and make those growth pains feel a little less painful and implement a lot of the practices that we share on here too that help us along the way. Like what we talked about last year of changing the way that we look at our business goals for the year and changing how we set up our work days and our work weeks and our work months and All of those things take time, they take effort, but as my mom wrote, if you're always going to do the things that you've always done, you're always going to be where you've always been. And if you're stuck in a cycle that perhaps you're looking from the outside in saying like, gosh, why can't I get my business to the next level? Why can't I find the, the people that are supposed to be working with me? Why can't I do that? It's less of you, you know, falling victim to the victim mindset of like, it's just not happening for you. It's not in the cards for you. It's more about you being curious of like, what can I change? How do I have to stay ahead of the curve? How do I need to be more flexible with hybrid arrangements? Like, how can I change my business to attract more people to come in and to do this with me? And also recognizing that change takes time. So everything is not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. We want you to come away with the message that it's okay to think outside of the box. And it's okay that all of your goals and all these like outside the box things that you want to do are not going to happen overnight. I get so frustrated if I think something is taking too long, then I'll start to say to myself, like, maybe this isn't the right thing. Maybe we should be doing it differently. But like, if you take, for example, so our business model now is we want to find other attorneys in different practice areas to come work with us who want to build their own practice, right? In a certain practice areas, instead of, you know, referring cases outside the firm, we have somebody, we can be not really a one-stop shop because we don't want like a million different practice areas, but certain practice areas where like if you're a business owner and you need like a will, we can have somebody in our firm do it. So something like that. It's going to take time to find the right people because it's got to be a certain type of person. First, a certain practice area. Second, somebody who can work in this thinking outside of the box environment because you know it's not for everybody there are certain people who could not work at home because they need to be in an office because i've had plenty of conversations with attorneys who say i could never work at home i'd be in front of the tv i'd be so it has to be somebody like for me working out of my house is no problem 
And I never, ever, ever, ever thought that this was the case. I was always the person that said, I need to be in my office. Like I need to leave the house. I need to be in my office. And now I can never imagine going back. Okay. So, but it has to be somebody that can work in that environment, but that's going to take time. So change doesn't have to happen overnight. You know, it it could be a a very lengthy process, right? Yeah. And I mean, look at where you came from, Laura, in particular, you had 18 years worth of legal practice of a specific type. Like there was conferences in person. There was settlement conferences outside of the courtroom doors because the judge yelled at you to just go outside and do it. And then you had to go in every single time there was an issue. The judge was calling you in and there was a little bit of like a punishment aspect to it of like, going to make you pay for it and your client's going to pay too. So get on in here and let's, you know, bang your heads together. Like there was all of that. But at the same time, now you were forced to change your business and your practice model because of COVID, right? Really, that shifted everything. And from that point, rather than being so reluctant, being so annoyed by all of these changes, you express that you just simply miss it. You miss the way that the practice of law was because it was the practice that you were used to. But this practice of law has also opened up a lot of other opportunities. I mean, last week we were able to connect with someone that we're trying to do business with that is up in Orange County, just on a whim. We were like, hey, can you jump on a call? Great. Nobody had to travel. Nobody had to go rearrange their mornings. We said, quick 15 minutes, let's get this call done. And we did it. And it was great. And it feels a little weird, but it gets more normal as you continue to do it because so many people are doing it right? There was no scheduling a time to meet in the conference room, but it was with somebody who is of the same mindset. She's a working mom. She has completely adapted to the way the world is now. And it's just, it's so different. So I guess, you know, the main message that we want you to take away today is that it's okay to think outside of the box. And if that's what you are, don't listen to what everybody else is telling you right? If that's what your instincts are telling you, like I said to Amy after this call uh, last weekend, I said, that call just reaffirmed for me everything that we've been planning. And sometimes you need that, right? Mm -hmm. But what are we doing? We're following our gut because we feel that even though this is outside the box and completely out of the scope of anything we ever imagined doing. And it's against the traditional standards of our profession. We know it's the right thing for us. We're excited about what we're building. So if you take away anything from this episode, we just want you to understand that it's okay to think outside the box. You know, being reluctant to change isn't going to get you anywhere. And like Amy's mom said, if you're not willing to do new things, you will always be where you are. And it's just the way it is. So we thank you for spending time with us today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.